This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. I'm very excited because for, I'd say, about eight or nine years, I've gone back and forth with many people on Twitter. And that's the beauty of Twitter. It's very interactive. So today, we decided to bring in a guy who I have talked to for many years on Twitter, mostly about the Nets, a little bit of the Knicks, but mostly the Nets. And we will talk Nets, we will talk Knicks, and we will make our predictions for NBA free agency for those Net fans tuning in, you've probably yelled at him on Twitter <laughs> and argued with him on Twitter, and that is at Eve Darboos on Twitter. Is that correct? Correct. Eve, it's very nice to finally meet you, my friend. I've longtime fan, longtime listener, and uh, uh, agitator on Twitter. You're an agitator. I want to get a couple <laughs> of things out there. So you're a Nets fan, but Absolutely. you're one of those Net fans that transitioned when they moved to Brooklyn. So does that mean you are a former Nick fan? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Do you uh, feel dirty being a former Nick fan and now being a current Brooklyn Nets fan? We accept you because God knows <laughs> we need to accept anybody we can get. So you are greatly accepted by the Net fan community. My dad taught me you don't root for teams where you don't pay taxes. <laughs> and okay. um, and uh I uh I was I love the Knicks. And I, and I almost didn't make a choice. I almost was like, hey, I'm an NBA fan. I'm going to like both. But it's polarized. And um, I wasn't going to go against anything with Brooklyn written on the chest. And, uh, and I'm a, a diehard, even though my heart is breaking right now. But Your heart is breaking. Well, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> all right, because let me, let me start off with this. All right, I want to make yeah. something very clear. Nothing has happened yet, okay? The only thing that's happened. The only thing that I can say that has happened is the Allen Crab trade. So if you are upset about trading one of this year's picks, which is their own, and a lottery-protected, make sure you get that right, Eve, Mm -hmm. lottery-protected pick from next year to dump Allen Crab to take back a player that could help this team, if that's what you're breaking your heart about, that's fine. But you have to admit, everything else is rumor and innuendo. Nothing's happened. Listen. What's happened? Listen. What's I, happened? I, uh, you're right. Thank you. And everyone who who says that I panic is right. And it, and it's not a panic. It's a deep concern. Because I've seen this type of uh, rumor and in, innuendo go on, and it led to the Celtic trade. And people say, oh, you're a Knicks fan with PTSD. I'm, I'm, no, no. <laughs> I, I lived through the Billy King era. I lived through coming to Brooklyn with Darren Williams in, in tow. And a ton of cap space. Yep. Draft picks galore. Yep. And like like I said on, on Twitter, I, you know, you don't judge a GM when he doesn't have anything because when you don't have anything and you don't have assets, you can't really make that many mistakes. It's a very, very That is actually one of the very good points you've made on Twitter, that mm-hmm. it's much easier to be a general manager 
when you have nothing. Right. Danny Ainge is proving it right now. He's got everything. Exactly. What has he done had, with it? Had. Had everything. Right. Yeah. No, you're right about that. And so that it, that's the real, like, we're going to find out who Sean Marks is now. And, and and to be truthful, I love the guy. I love I love his demeanor. I love that he doesn't tell us anything. I love I love everything that he's been selling since he's got here. Mm-hmm. And even though I, I question the pick here, question the trade there. It's I fine. I don't think he, he deserves our fealty. I, I, I want him. I think he's like it's like a mayor or something, right? <laughs> he uh uh you, you you can love some of the things De Blasio did and not love all of them. Um, but with Marks, I love I love almost and he's proven me wrong most of the time on draft night. But to do this move, to do what is rumored to well, be what moved, is, is let's start anti Sean Marks. Is, so the rumor that scares you is replacing D'Angelo Russell with Kyrie Irving. Let's start it's, simply because it's a puzzle piece. But if that's what ends up happening, not knowing what else occurs, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving is the point guard for this team and D'Angelo Russell is elsewhere, that singularly is your biggest fear? No. No. I it, So Kyrie would be great coming to the Nets in, in, in a lot of different machinations. What scares me is that they would actually give Kevin Durant some money too. And what scares me is that if Kyrie comes, that means D'Angelo goes because I, it's it's risk free if you keep D'Lo, right? Because D'Lo is the one that's going to get away, and if he goes somewhere else and turns into the the next Harden with a conscience or something like that, uh, <laughs> you know, we would have to sit here and watch him. Right, and Kyrie, his knees are as bad as Amari Stoudemire's when they were coming to the Knicks, and injuries coming. He's at, I mean, he's at the peak of his powers, no no doubt. If the data says that an NBA player is at his very best, best between 26 and 29. that's Which is right where he is. Where right where he is. Right. However, the evidence that we have in Kyrie on, on leading his own team and having his own team is the Boston Celtics. We can't ignore that. And if we bend our team to, be, to add Kyrie plus and we lose D'Lo... It's going to be something that so we regret. You're content because this is the way I look at it. I've had major questions and concerns about Kyrie, and you've you've hit on a few of them. His leadership, uh, his mood, his attitude, his ability to stay healthy, which has not been the case over the last couple yeah. of years. He has not been a healthy player, and you mentioned the knee issue. I have warmed up to the idea of Kyrie Irving and D'Angelo Russell. I think there are some defensive issues with that. I think we all know that. They would still have room to add what they truly need, which is a stretch four, and improve the rest of this roster. But I'll tell you the other reason why I've warmed up to it, and I've made this comment on the air, and I think the Knicks should be thinking this too. When I sign a free agent, am I going to be able to trade that contract? Like, if things don't work out, can I deal the, the contract? And so my thought is for all the scouts and the naysayers, maybe right, that Kyrie and D'Angelo won't work. Just won't work. Now, I happen to disagree, especially offensively. Right. But if it doesn't, can I trade either Kyrie Irving or D'Angelo Russell? And barring some kind of big injury to Kyrie, right. the answer is yes. The answer is I have this ability to get out of it. Yep. And so I've moved into that same territory where if you're telling me it's going to be Kyrie Irving and D'Angelo Russell, and obviously there's other questions about how you fill right. out the roster. Yep. Julius Randle, do you even have enough money for him? Nikola Miritich, other names. I, I kind of like the idea, and I look at the Harden-Paul thing. I know that's exploding right now. Yep. But 
it has worked to a degree, even that they've gotten to a conference final. So you're like me. You're cool with the idea of Kyrie D'Angelo. Yep. It's Kyrie and who that scares you. Kyrie and Durant really scares you, number one. 80 million plus for someone who, for one year of Durant. And we just talked about, you know, the prime of a player. Mm-hmm. Durant is on the back end of, of his career. He's a, he, he's a superstar, no doubt. Second, can I ask you this before mm-hmm. you continue? Before he got hurt, did you feel the same way? Yes. See, that I disagree with. Yeah. So, before he got hurt, he's a top three player in the league. Listen, You've got to do uncomfortable things to get a top three player in the league. I admit that. You don't you do not do what the Nets are about to do. The Nets, no, no, no. To about to now is because he's hurt. Before he got hurt. Uh-uh. No. He's 30. He's going to be 32 years old when, when he plays. No, right? no, no. But you're missing my point here. Mm-hmm. Pre-injury. You wouldn't have done it. That's what you're saying. I, I wouldn't have because. He would have been 31 and healthy. 31 to 35 is a dangerous time to have a player. And I don't believe, because if you're going to go and you're going to transform your whole organization over one player, that player better be a, not only just a superstar piece, but it needs to be a strategic piece. Look at the East. Let's not even talk about the good teams yet. Let's talk about the bad teams and the power forwards they have and the front courts they have. Right. Right, if essentially he'll be our three four, right. Durant would be our three four. Is is Durant guarding John Collins? That every time, come on, that, that's not your biggest concern. No, you this, can't tell this, me that's your. But John let's Collins, go the list. I love John Collins. Let's I actually have a man crush on him. But that that's your biggest concern for like Kevin go Durant. The list. Let's go through. Let's go. What through list? The list? Blake Griffin. You want to go to him? Right. No, no don't want to go through. I'm just saying. Is he stopping them? Is he putting? Is he is those 35 and 14 nights against us where we're throwing Jared Dudley <laughs> against Collins, against um, Gian- Giannis, it looks like he's playing another sport when he plays the Nets. It, our, we play How many guys close. in the league can guard him, though? But Kawhi does because – not because Kawhi alone guards him. Kawhi and Ibaka guards well, him. Well, hold on a and second. People for, and, and people, like, don't realize – the little moves that a jury did that made that won this championship right. is what he put on that team to stop the teams that he had to face in the playoffs. He had to face Embiid. He had to face um and 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 uh why am I blanking? Well, you want to go to the first round too, Nikola Vukovic. The oh, the Sixers, yeah, Joel right. Embiid, Tobias Harris. Right, right. So now you're you have to stop those teams. Now let's think about the Nets. Jared Allen. Durant is essentially our front court. Okay, here's my counter, Ooh, though. It, it's if, an, if that's your biggest concern, and, and right now, just for the sake of this, we're mm-hmm. talking about healthy Kevin Durant right. because I am with you on injured Kevin Durant because I don't know what he's going to be when he comes back. If that's your concern defensively, then my question would be, okay, you're the GM. What would you have done that puts you in a better position to win a title than what would have been a healthy Kevin Durant? And you can't say Kawhi Leonard because I no, – look, I, 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 want, I want Kawhi Leonard. We all do. He's not coming here. So let's look at what the Nets' weaknesses are, right? right. The Nets' glaring weakness that no one ever talks about except me obsessive, obsessively is the Nets have the lowest fast break percentage, uh, field goal percentage in the league. They can't finish a fast break. It's because of Rondé Hollis Jefferson. It's it's because of worst him. finisher in the league. And we have in our small forward. I love Joe Harris. Uh, if I was having a kid, it might have been named Harris. <laughs> I, I love the guy. Right. I love what he does for the team and how he plays. However, Joe Harris on the break as your wing, you're you're not gonna complete 
a lot of these fast breaks, and it's and it's a critical part of the Nets' uh, office to to get up and down. They, right. They have guys with long arms. They get steals. You would think that having Karis LeVert and and D'Lo, you should be a you know you should, it should be a, look like a train on the court. But right. It doesn't because the bigs don't run the court, and when Jared gets a block. The block comes back in. Someone grabs it. The fast break starts. There's no finishers. Right. Not on the wing. Not at the four. So, I, if I was putting this team, let together, me hear it. I'm curious. I would find a way to either get Aaron Gordon. Okay. Or use those. Like when I saw those trades, those draft picks go away. If you're willing to get rid of those draft picks, go find, think strategic and find players that you can that you can add that will give you length and will run the floor, and will solve your problem. Do you think, because this goes back to the Kyrie-D'Angelo pairing, Mm -hmm. if they sign Kyrie Irving, keep D'Angelo Russell, it makes a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie, who I love. You talk about naming your kid. I'd want to name my kid Spencer. Right. Or Din, or Witty, or whatever. (laughs) It makes him expendable. Right. And I don't know if Dinwiddie for Aaron Gordon's a realistic trade. You probably have to trade more, and maybe you're right about the picks. But does that make him a championship team? If that was the roster, and maybe you had one other piece, another piece here, another wing, is so, that a championship team? So here's why I think it, it it puts you in the game. The reason why that puts you in the game is you've got someone like Aaron Gordon who's physical, who will body up. Even in, I, I became a sole believer, not even um, this year, last year, the, the year before the uh, last. I saw him body up. And beat, and I was like, "Wow!" I didn't know he, you know, the rumor of him was kind of like, you know, he doesn't really know what he is. Is he a three? Is he a four? I saw him body up and beat. And then this year, this summer, I saw him get mad that he wasn't on the defense All NBA defense team or didn't get votes. That means he cares about defense. Right, right, right. That means it's a focal point in his mind. And if and he's a little stretchy, he can shoot from the perimeter. If, if and he's young to your age point, exactly. And yeah. that's a guy that you. You can pencil in for the next six years that can grow with D'Lo, grow with even grow with Kyrie, and actually that cohesion could make them a power. And then it allows the other guys to actually grow up as well. But do you realistically think I like Aaron Gordon? I've mentioned his name as a great target. Who knows? He may be a target. And his contract's great too because it actually goes down Down, uh, salary-wise. Is that a championship team? I think so. Do you think that's more of a championship team than adding a top five player in the league? Here's why. And and here's what made me believe it more. I believe a front court could have been put together that was better than Portland's front court. Portland's front court are a bunch of brutes. If you created if you created a front court that had dynamic wings that stretches the floor, and then that autumn that unlocks uh, a better version uh, potentially of Lillard and 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 McCollum, mm-hmm. right? So now you've got a a bigger version of Lillard and McCollum. Last year, before Kyrie ruined his reputation and Lillard went off, you would no one would say Lillard was better. A rare group of people would say Lillard was better than Kyrie. You put that two together as the engine of your team, and then you kind of switch them in and out, uh, uh, where you have times that it's the Kyrie show, and um, D'Lo goes to the bench. Then D'Lo comes in and gives you a completely change of pace right, right. type of, uh, 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 you know, a guard and and he comes in and and you can mix your max with with um Karras and I, I love um Musa's potential not not because of anything he's done even in the uh, G League but because of the way he won against world talent right in Bosnia and leading a, uh, as a as a kid leading his um team so I I'm, I'm very uh, high on him as well so 
I think you keep those guys together. You allow Karutz to, to mature. You allow the cohesion. And that gives you a better chance to win an NBA and title. I, and I think that gives you a better I, Instead of two years, uh, understand, that's a six. that gives you a six-year window. Yeah, you have more of a window that way than right. Kevin Durant, especially now because you're eliminating right. a year. But even if Kevin Durant was healthy. See, I, that I can't agree it, with. It, I, I, most people, most no, people don't. I understand. You know why, though? Because I understand. Recency under, bias? It's not a recency <laughs> bias. It's not that. You know what it is? Look at the history of this league. For mm-hmm. the most part, outside of the Pistons teams in the mid two thousands, you need a top five player to win a title. I don't. I don't believe that. But that's what the facts show us. San Antonio, when San Antonio won it most recently, and Kawhi was the MVP. He was. Kawhi was. He was two underrated. Years from being, okay, he fine. But you, you don't think he was a top five or top ten player in the league? What at that point? allowed them to be champions was the cohesion. Like, I, I he wasn't a stiff. Uh, uh, Tim Duncan at the time, right? Still a great player, but he was a shadow of himself. No doubt, right? I agree with that the part. Cohesion yeah, cohesion yeah. and yeah. knowing and the chemistry and 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 I hate saying culture now because it just feels so dirty. And we're made fun of it now. Right. That's right. the problem. The word culture is now being used to make fun of the Nets, yeah. and it bothers me. It, it, and it and it it hurts. Trust trust me, like I. <laughs> It bothers me because I'm a Marks believer. I went out and, and found uh, old Marks jersey, <laughs> Miami Heat jersey, That's and funny. I hate the Heat, and I have it because I, I love Sean Marks. But nothing's happened yet. What Where we're... there is smoke, okay, there is fire. I want to and... get to that mm-hmm. because what we're going to do is we are going to – I picked the nine top free agents. I'll tell you who they are very quickly. Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie, Kemba, Clay, Jimmy – DeMarcus Cousins, I included, even though he's looked like a shell of his former self. Right. Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton, D'Angelo Russell. Those guys, we are going to guess, or maybe no, mm-hmm. predict where they all end up. I'm going to get to that in a second. But I want to throw this at you. If And obviously there's more to building a roster than just two guys that they add in free agency. But if on July 5th it comes out, D'Angelo's gone, the Nets have added Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler, your reaction is what? <laughs> I, I, um, I, I would lose it if they had Jimmy Butler. You lose your mind because he's thirty and you're maxing him out. No, because you don't like his attitude. I, I, so you know, I played sports in high school. I don't want to say that do the Al Bundy thing and 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 wax poetically about my uh, uh, athletic past. However, I understand the importance and the in, in the sanctity of a locker room. the The reason why he's gone from Minnesota is. Because of dalliances with other teammates' girlfriends, right? <laughs> You're going right and, there, man. And not only that, but bigger than that. Let's let's throw the innuendo stuff out. Right, right. right. He cost Tibbs his jobs, and the only thing Tibbs ever did was believe in him. We the things we don't know, right. we don't know, and all that other stuff is conjecture. Did he ruin Philadelphia though? He, I know he, he was ticked three weeks in with Coach Brown, but it looked like it worked there. He can't ruin Philadelphia. He's this is his biggest payday. This is a guy that didn't get drafted early. So you think and that he was on his be, his better behavior, his, his better behavior, and you put that guy in the locker room like like the Nets locker room. It's not the the return is not worth okay the gift of what we have in terms of these guys love each other. Right. These well, that but that here's the problem. All right. Here's I know the that doesn't win champions. No, no, it's not even that. I wasn't even going to say that. What I was going to say is this is a business, and all of those guys are not going to be back. This that's, is going to be a different team no matter what. Even if they did everything you wanted, 
it's going to be a different room. I'd love Ed Davis to come back. It doesn't look like they're going to be able to afford it. Of course, but when you invest in a max guy, right? That is the face that you're putting on the building, and Would, you can't. And you can't. And I remember when, when things were really bad for the Nets. Yeah. And I love him and like a son, but I remember Whitehead being on the on Isaiah on, Whitehead. Isaiah Whitehead being yeah. on plastered all over yeah. Barclays. And I was like, wow, we really Sean Kilpatrick, baby. We have nothing to sell. <laughs> we have nothing. But if you put that guy <laughs> right. in this city with the you know, it, it's the off court ego stuff okay. that 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 really I, happens. And and right now there's peace. There's an and, and another thing that we understood is there's one boss at the Nets. It, it's it's Sean Marks. Yes, yes. And then the second boss is Kenny Atkinson. And he wields that power. You saw it. He sat D'Lo on the bench, and it was good. It was okay. Well, that, you know what? And that was part of his character building. And if you take that away, once you add these superstars that you can't control and you can't tell anything, you're making an investment into that. And, and maybe it's not analogous tech investment versus versus uh, uh, basketball investment. Right. But when you're making an investment in a tech company, you're investing in the CEO. And if and it's the same thing. You bring that guy, that's the face. That's I tell what, you. That's you, the identity of your team. You bring up something I've thought about. One of the things that made me fall in love, it's like we're talking about a romantic comedy with D'Angelo Russell, is how Kenny consistently sat him in big spots. I know right. it probably drove you nuts, right. but he did do it. Yes. The Houston game, one of the great wins of the year. He wasn't out there, but D'Angelo took it. Mm-hmm. He cheered on his teammates, right. and he took it, and he never said a bad word. And by the end of the season, he was obviously playing big minutes. He was an all-star player. Would Kenny A do that to Kyrie Irving? And B, if he did, how the hell would Kyrie respond? It probably wouldn't go well. This is this is the um, the grenade that they're tossing in the locker room right now. But they're tossing it in the name of this gives them a better chance to win. Does it? It depends what it looks like. I, I have a – again, I say – if you have it, if you're gonna get Kyrie, and I understand this team loves point guards. There was one time there was a quote. Um, I think it was Spencer Dinwiddie who said, "I don't know how he's gonna play all these guards." We got to the training camp and looked around, and it was all guards. <laughs> Kenny <laughs> right? loves him, man. Right? They they for Marks to have been a a, a power forward center, he 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 drives guards and he finds guards really. I well. think he knows Kenny does better with them. I, I, I could see that. Because he's that, gotten but, the most out of guards in his career, even as an assistant. Look but, at Jeremy Lin. And um, what's his name? Uh, Fareed left and did better. Yeah. I, maybe our system isn't conducive to forwards. They never gave Fareed a chance to play. That was that, part of the problem with him. That's that's another thing. But It was I, one I, of the mistakes. Look, they made mistakes. Yeah. And, and not only was it the mistake of just letting Fareed go and him excelling or doing better with Houston, they could have used that contract as a trip at yep. the trade deadline, which they never did. So would... Signing Kyrie and Jimmy Butler, do you be worse than Kyrie and an injured Kevin Durant? Is that worse? Which no, one's worse? I take the injured Kevin Durant. You take the injured Kevin Durant. Okay. Because I almost feel like it's a, it's not a when. It's not a if it's going to happen. It's a when with Butler. Okay. With Butler. Like, again, not to keep bringing my, my real life job into this conversation because it's not necessarily analogous. But if you've ever met tech startup multimillionaires, um, you, you're, you'd understand that. A person who's satisfied, who's just cashed out, is a hard person to get up and say, come train and, and come work harder or, or, or come write 
you know, 16 hours of code. Right. You don't want to do just human nature. You don't want to do that. And when you're over eight years in the league, you're a celebrity. People already believe you're top ten, and you and you have a championship already. And you come to another team and and a team that's hungry and wants to win. It's that's not where your head is at. You're here to be a superstar. You're here to become bigger than what you were, and that scares me. Do so. The dream offseason is Kawhi Leonard, obviously. Yes. That that is not happening, right? We're not delusioned enough to think Kawhi Leonard's coming here. Or do you hold that hope? So, I don't. I, obviously, there's there isn't any smoke with Kawhi, but Kawhi is is not the type of guy that, like that would let anything out. Anyway, that is true, right? No one knew where what he wanted, but we were on the list. Uh, people say we weren't, but we were. You're talking about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, and Toronto wasn't. Uh, uh, on top of that, I believe that the Nets have relationships. It's a relationship business. Sure. The cigar he was smoking. Um, I know it was sent a, by Tiago twi- Splitter. Exactly. It might right. be a, a, a Twitter <laughs> legend, but, it, you know, he's one of our coaches. Right. Kenny was on the bench, you know, when he got to the Spurs. The relationships are there, so I never I hold out hope. You know what I I have I don't want to say confidence because that would imply that I think Kawhi Leonard would come here. I it's not confidence that he would. It's confidence that I think Kenny and Sean Marks would be good in a meeting. Right. That they would be convincing in a meeting. That they would lay out what guys want to hear. And, and I think one that of the matters to Kawhi. Right. Like if that performance team. We'll keep your That legs could there. matter, yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I think they know how to do that, just like I think they would with Kevin Durant, who's right. going to be in his meeting, you know, basically in a wheelchair because yep. he's all banged up. So that I do hold out hope for, but I also don't expect it to happen. So your dream Nets offseason, dream, dream, somewhat realistic, so let's eliminate Kawhi, mm-hmm. is what? Specifically, because you kind of gave me two answers. Right. Do you want Kyrie and D'Angelo, or are you just okay with Kyrie and D'Angelo? I'm okay with it. So what's I'm, your dream offseason then? My dream offseason is 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 to fix the small forward and power forward situation. So you basically keep the team together, mm-hmm. as in D'Angelo Russell. You re-sign him. Yep. And then who do you? Chris Middleton, Tobias Harris. Who are you targeting? So, so if it was the if it's a dream, right? You you can make trades happen. Or are you just saying? Well, who are you targeting in trades? And I'll tell you if it's realistic. Right. <laughs> okay. So I thought that seventeen and another thing could have gotten you Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram is super skinny, but I I look at his frame. I think his frame could be as as um could be built up. He's as long as um as a Giannis. I think if you converted him to a four, made him uh, made him work on his 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 shooting. He has a good shooting form. His his percentage isn't great, but he can hit him. And he and most importantly is he can take you off the dribble from the perimeter. So you put that guy at four, it gives you a weak side protection for Jared, someone who come in, block shots, defend the league, and actually give, you know, be a, a, a better uh, uh, obstacle for Giannis and, and these other bigs to get. Right. You know, and he's also, he also is a, is a tough kid from Chicago. Like, you know, the, the, he's, he kind of got into it. The Nets need a dog. The Nets need, needs a guy that... That's not going to take any crap. From yeah, anyone. I think they showed that in the Philadelphia series. They need more I, I, of that. I, absolutely. They, if you had a Brandon Ingram who's growing up. Okay. Right? Who else? Give me other names. Right. I like this. Uh, another, I'm having fun. Another guy I um I, I want is Aaron Gordon. I, I mentioned yeah, it before. Definitely. I'm I'm into yeah. Aaron Gordon as well. I I wonder if Dinwiddie appeals to. I like Spencer. I hate to keep mentioning his name, but I can see I, how that would be a I fit. I hate. Listen. It. So you know, 
basketball, I see basketball through my eyes and through my son's eyes, right? So, How old your son? Six. So Trey, when he he's like, when you ask Trey, who's your favorite player? He goes, then we did D'Lo. And I'm oh, like, it's gonna be painful, man. <laughs> oh boy! And so, and like, and I, I have to, and I listen to podcasts in the morning, right? And, and and I listen to all the the Nets pods, and it literally gets him upset. He 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 doesn't understand. And I'm like, well, Sean Marks thinks someone is better, and he, and to him, Kyrie is just the guy who makes his sneakers, right? Like, uh, uh he he likes the that basketball shoe. So he's like. He's not better than D'Lo, and I'm sorry. It's he's seeing them through uh, uh, Barkley colored glasses. Right, right, and right. He goes to Barkley's. He knows everyone there. He knows the he he knows who takes us to our seats and everything else. So, uh, uh, it, this is a part of him. Oh yeah. And this so is a seeing, tough thing with these seeing with Dinwiddie kids. Yeah. go with, with her. I I don't want Dinwiddie to go. But if they were trying to fix the Nets, and you would have to let Dinwiddie go. I think that's okay because then you can have Musa kind of holding, um, you know, uh, being the lead guard in a sense. You could bring someone in. You could let Theo. Um, you know what? Grow. You know what makes me hesitate though about a Dinwiddie Gordon package, and I'm sure there would be obviously other pieces, is that you can sign a guy for nothing in free agency. Right. Now I know Tobias Harris isn't a quote unquote max player, but age wise, he fits the bill as far as the prime of his career. Listen, and best of all, you don't have to give anything up. If if, if they told me they were signing Tobias Harris. Now, it's not the magical free agency that I want. He's a little old. He's not that old. He's not that old. Right? 27. I, I'm thinking, I, I, I want to be the Spurs, Evan. I get that, but Brandon Ingram's not coming here. Okay. And they just got traded to the Pelicans. I, not that I think, I think the, he's going to win her anyway. Because I still. think they believe that Zion is a four. Right, they could I, move him. You think they, he's but Zion? They already have too many guys that that play in in Zion's position that are good. Right, right. So I thought that more draft picks or more, re, you know, the seventeen plus something could pry that guy away because he's going to get wasted in, in in New Orleans. Right? Can I throw a name at you? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling you're going to scoff and say it's horrible. He has a horrible contract. Okay. Blake Griffin. If we were doing a placeholder guy, like if if we're going for it type of guy, like, okay, we're getting Kyrie. Yeah, but don't you kind of have to go for I get what you're saying. <laughs> I want sustained winning, too. I say that with all of my teams. Right. I just don't want, you know, one or two great years. I've seen enough of that. I want sustained winning. But Blake Griffin is not 35 years old, right? He's not on his last leg. Right. You need to win now and yeah. also have the foundation to win in the future. That's why I don't think you should shy away from guys who are 28 and think they're too old. No, 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 no. I don't score. Blake will be injured. He will be. <laughs> he, he, there will be a lot of uh, uh, of uh, load management with him. Yes, but I think I think he solves a problem. He does, and you could de- draft the young guy and de- develop him behind Blake, and, yeah. and be fine. The problem is to get to do this Durant thing or the, or the free agent thing. It's actually costing you more than a it's going to cost you assets. It's, yeah, it's costing you more than a trade because would you trade D'Lo? 17, lottery protected first. And Joe Harris and for Joe, Kevin Durant. Exactly. Yeah, it's and, and for for possibly three years of Kevin Durant and well, one year, which is basically $80 million, you know he's not playing right. this year. Well, they, look, the, what happened to him changed my view on it, okay? 
if you would, we had this argument or discussion two weeks ago, I would have said, yes, it's expensive. You got to do it. You have a chance to win a title. You have a chance to win an NBA championship. I'm in. Let's go. And there's a, a thing that we haven't brought up, but it's true. <laughs> and you know it's happening on Nets Twitter, and it's happening here when I've talked about right. the Nets, and it's the truth. It's the idea of sticking it to the Knicks. That's out there, and that exists. And mm-hmm. a part of, because I remember I, I did a podcast about a month ago with a fellow Nets fan, mm-hmm. and I said to him, Dream scenario, do you prefer Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard? Like, what a great dream scenario. I heard it. You heard the answer? (laughs) I said the answer is Kawhi. This was before Kawhi went on his run. I said, but the Nick fan is so set on Durant, it would hurt them to get Durant. That almost makes me think, oh, boy, wouldn't it be great to really stick it to the the Giannatis of the world and really make them suffer? We can't make their delusion power our, 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 our methods and how we get better. I... I feel bad for the Knicks. And you do I, not feel bad for the Knicks. I I don't feel bad. I want them to I suffer. Feel, I feel bad for Knicks fans. Okay. Right? And the reason why I feel bad for Knicks fans is because they wanted KD, and if KD came here, it wasn't for, for winning championships. Right. right it was right. for developing the next step in KD's life. You're right, and ultimately— And that would have failed, and that would have been hilarious. Yes. <laughs> the jokes would have been incredible. I, I was saying that to myself and out loud. This will fail. This will fail. Mm-hmm. But it would be very difficult to deal with the months of glee that Nick fans would have. You know what scares me? And I talk about it all the time because I, I want my kids to still be able to see D'Lo play in this city. That the Knicks sign him. If the Knicks signed D'Angelo Russell, there is a very high likelihood that that would be far more annoying— than them getting uh, injured and broken Kevin Durant. Because if he blossoms... Yes, it's the worst thing in the world. A player's, if, if a player is, is like a rank, is an 80, let's say that we had a, a 0 to 100 numerical ranking. If a player is an 80, if he's on the Knicks, he's a 90. Of course. Right? And because there's so many Knicks fans, um, uh, it, 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 it'll make it seem like it's true. You know, Landry Fields <laughs> almost... <laughs> Landry I, Fields a great example. Right? Right, I, but I think about all these great, supposedly great Knicks rookies, right, and, right. And, and Mitchell Robinson is another one. He can't stay out of foul trouble, like because he's on the Knicks, it gets it's going to be elevated. Uh, so dude. now imagine a no, player I can't imagine because it's going to kill me. Charisma, I know, of D'Angelo. But Russell is that a part at the Garden? And if he goes off on one of those uh, forty-point uh, tirades uh, against uh, us, and we have that. to watch that for five years, it'd be the worst. No, no, they, my that, nightmare scenario is that. You're right. That is far worse than even if Durant was healthy because I don't think Durant is going there in the mind of, oh, I haven't won and I'm, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to kill. Like, and this concept that he's going to New York to change his legacy. He's going to New York so that he could become one of the biggest venture capitalists in the world. Like, you know, people in my world are already courting him more for that than right. the basketball thing. Right. Um, uh, because... Basketball players are just huge. I've found it hugely lucrative to be making those type of events. But Mellow office was across the street from mine, and 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 you know they they don't talk basketball there. They talk venture capital and right. the investments there. So you bring that guy. I I already think it's just the typical pattern behavior of the Knicks to bring a guy when he's about to be done. Do you think and now we're doing? Do you think – yeah, no, I get it. Do you think the Knicks will sign D'Angelo Russell? I mean, do you think that I, if the Nets let him go, they I, would – do you think they should? Do you think they should max him out? 100% should. Yeah. He's better than all of those guys. And he's 23. And, and you know what talent D'Lo has that would be hugely helpful for a guy like R.J. Barrett and, and the guys the Knicks have? 
they don't have to create their basket. Right. You know all those those um, amazing passes that we watch fail. Uh, oh yeah, and not and not get converted. They'll get converted on the Knicks because those guys are athletes. They'll throw them, you know, lobs. They'll run the court. You you will see those crazy football passes that D'Angelo does, and then and then it'll be, it'll be just so heightened because when they complete one, right. It's not like at Barclays Center no, where we're kind of looking at each other like, did we just see that? Like right. we, we don't even know that. We don't really enjoy it because we're not sure if it's real. Right. But there, even if it's not real, even if it's the smallest little thing. It'll become the biggest thing. Right. No, you're right. I've seen that happen even with bad Nick teams for 20 years. Yeah. David Lee is that much better than he actually is. Same yeah. with Nate Robinson. Same and, with Landry Fields. And he'll, be a, he'll, be the, he'll win the all-star vote because all of the Knicks fans will vote for him. He'll, he'll have appeal to recruit other free agents because it's generational. The guys who don't like um, uh, uh, D'Lo, they're, they're 27 and up. They're, they're, that basketball guard is going to go away. But if you look at the guys who are like 25 and down, D'Lo is – and not to – you know, people make the mistake of comparing him basketball-wise, but D'Lo – Melo is a guy that everybody likes hanging out with. Everybody thought was cool. In his generation, now in this generation of ball players, these young guys who are going into their prime, the 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 um, Carl Anthony Towns, the Devin Booker's, those guys love D'Lo. And even when he was taking a press hit, even when he looked bad in the media, right. those guys stuck with him. You have that guy in your locker room. You've reformed him. You've rebuilt him. You've made you've made your fan base love him, and you're gonna cast him off. And let him go to the Knicks. And if he goes, and then he doesn't even have to sell his nice apartment <laughs> in Brooklyn. Well, I think he'd prefer, if, if he's, obviously he wants to stay with the Nets. That's what mm-hmm. we've heard. And I believe that. Yeah. If the Nets cast him off, I would assume he'd want to play for the Knicks. It's the same city. Why would he Why would he want to go to Indiana, no offense, or Orlando, or Utah? To I quote, would think he'd want the Knicks. To quote the great Joe Beningo. Oh, oh, the pain. Oh, the pain. <laughs> yes, no, I get it. You know, and that's and that and it's like people used to tell me when I became a Net fan. Oh, get ready, you don't even know what it's gonna be, what, what's gonna happen. You just, you're a new Net fan. You're all hopeful and and happy. And sometimes I've I've got at you to tell you, come on, man, believe in this. We could do this. This is a great little foundation of a team. These guys are better than 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 what what, what you think. I wanted you to be positive, and now I'm Mr. Negative. Well, I'm not negative yet because nothing's happened. Like, I could tell you this right now. if I believe, though, Evan, I believe, and and I know that it's probably delusional on my part, I believe that the voice of the fans get heard. Um, oh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think Sean Marks is no, listening I'll to the give, fans. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Darren Williams, who... Is still hurting the Nets because he's on the books, yes, by the way. Because <laughs> they had to stretch him, which actually, when you think about it, was really stupid. stupid. Just I, let the contract one, expire. One of the things that I, I've argued against, and I've been buried by Nets fans, I thought, you know what? His ankles are horrible. It's partly the organization's fault. They they should have made him get surgery. They let him turn vegan. All, all those things were just not good moves and shows what that Sean Mark's doing, what he's doing with the development team and all of this advanced understanding of the of the players' bodies and keeping them healthy. Darren Williams heard every bit. You know how I know? I used to sit next to his mother-in-law. And um, luckily, I used to be in a, I used to have a ticketing tech startup, and I struck some nice ticketing deals. I sat courtside. And uh, uh, I sat next to his mother-in-law a few times. Right. 
and she she asked me I when she found out I knew I, I was from Brooklyn I'd be there with my kids Darren's kids and our kids would play on the sideline you don't see it because it's on the opposite side of the uh, 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 broadcast but she would t- she would tell me like you know Darren has such a good heart and, and people used to think oh you're you're a D will D will stand no I I just wanted to argue for what makes sense but. But he what made really, sense? He was awful. He, he was awful, but you let him finish that contract and you let of him course. go because it did, of course. It did nothing did for nothing. the Nets. The to stretch have Sloan and and Larkin. No, no, no. offense to those no, guys. No, it was stupid. You fin- you finished that out. You weren't going to win anyway. Right. Let the contract. Let the stretching contract end. very rarely makes sense. But he heard. He wanted to leave too. Of course, he did. Uh, a real estate agent broke that to me before it happened as well. But, 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 did but, he uh, ever want to be here to begin with? I mean, let's face it with him. Did he? He he got he traded be, here. He didn't he want to be thought, here. He thought because he wasn't a, a big Nike guy. He was a Nike guy. He didn't have really have a signature shoe. He thought, and and Nike thought too, that he was going to be a whole lot more. He wanted to be here, but he thought there was no way. Like that comment where you're saying that. New York people think they know everything. That was coming from the fact that he reads their stuff. And and I would challenge you, because I, you know, work in the industry, every comment made on Nets Daily, Nets fan, Nets fan, Nets players read them. Not every single, but Well, that's stupid if they do that. They players can't pay attention to what I say, you say, media, or anybody on social media this, says. They may not pay attention. These guys have huge egos. It may not, it may not, they may not believe. Right. But I believe they read it, and that goes back to my original point, which was, I think, I think there's a perception that comes from social media, that comes from the, the Nets fans, that we don't value D'Lo as much as I think. A lot of the backlash from the D'Lo trade rumors are surprising the Nets um, front office. I thought they the Kyrie trade rumors, the, the Kyrie, yeah, or signing rumors. Exactly. You so think they're surprised that Net fans in general yes. are pro D'Angelo? Because if you if if you read a Nets Daily comment section, the loudest voices are the anti delo people. Anytime that they they just would wait and lurk, and 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 wait for Delo to have a wait, bad so game. Wait, so what are you so what are you saying? Just, more, more Net fans want D'Angelo no, no, or no, don't no, want I, D'Angelo? That's the perception. Oh, I, the perception yeah, is that they and don't, that, and I that they don't, and I don't think I thought the team had that perception as well. I think the team felt. Oh yeah, we'll get Kyrie, I, here's and thing. it'll be all right. Everybody I, I, will be so happy that we're getting I, Kyrie. It's I don't. Cool. I don't think they're looking at it that way. I think Sean Marks. First of all, I think the Nets are not leaking stuff out. Okay. No. So all the rumors we've been hearing about, reading about, I think they're exploring a lot of options. I don't know what they're ultimately going to do. Mm-hmm. When we make our predictions on free agents, they're guesses. I have no idea what's going to happen. But I don't believe that Sean Marks is really going to look at what fans say mm-hmm. and make that decision based on that. No, and the but, other thing that concerns me. The general manager still has a fiduciary responsibility to put butts in the seats. Yeah, but they he, have to win. He, they, and winning is a part of maybe that. Maybe he but if doesn't they think, think D'Angelo helps him win if they decide to get rid of him, which I think awesome. is a mistake, but maybe that's what he actually I, thinks. I got that vibe, too. Um, I, and a, another thing, the, if, KD and, if KD and Kyrie are going to Brooklyn, this is something that has been planned since the Mozgov trade. People. On the Nets' end of things. On the Nets' ends of things. And i that's what I believe is really... If I had well, to say, out of all of the things that I think is going on, I think this Kyrie KD thing has been done over a year because I see business deals done in my in my real life um, job. And business deals are never uh, uh, you know, a spur-of-a-moment thing, especially for these guys who are really just walking human 
uh, a, a global corporations on, on two feet. These guys are planning big moves and a lot of their decisions has already been been made. And if it and if anything, it was whittled down to, to we're going to New York. Right. Just a matter right? of Nick's next. Because right. Sean Marks valued picks. He would have just stockpiled talent for him to give away even a second round pick to get Mozgov off the books means he kind of was hearing something or knew but something. Do you think it could also be there's a lot of free agents? I want as much wiggle room as possible because here's the thing, even if they don't get a, a two maxes like Kevin Durant not, and Kyrie Irving. Not Mr. Skipping Steps. <laughs> well, we're going to learn patience. If, we're going to learn if that's true or not. Right? But one thing I like about the crab trade even though they did trade picks, which I'm, you know, I'm I still have a stomach ache thinking about trading picks, is they have a lot of wiggle room. If yeah. they don't max out players, like they could sign Kyrie Irving, keep D'Angelo, and add Julius Randle, yeah. and add J.J. Redick, and add other pieces. I'm not saying those are the right guys. Right. I'm, I'm naming names. I, I'm not saying Tobias Harris because right. I think it would take a max for him. And that is a good thing to right. have that kind of wiggle room to be able to make all sorts of moves. So I don't know if it was this, hey, we know these stars are coming thing more than it is. I want as much flexibility as possible. I, I just don't think Sean Marks deals in hope. I think he knew something. I think there was some kind of strong evidence for him to cash so in draft. Picks. Let's let's just start. like I know seventeen. They needed to tell some, let someone know that it 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 was happening. And I also don't think that they want to get rid of D'Angelo either. I think they're trying to find a way to shoehorn everyone in. No, that'd be but great. They, but they will sacrifice <laughs> D'Angelo. Here's why I think that they they don't want to get rid of D'Lo. When Sean Marks leaks or or wants us to know something, he does it through woes. It's clear that they have a relationship. Woj hasn't okay. been wrong about anything. So Nets. what has Woj said about D'Angelo and so far? Woj said that very early in the process, when the Nets didn't have to have anything out there, that D'Lo is important to him and that they want to bring him. You remember that report? Yeah. That they are trying to work it out and yeah, they want it worked right. out. Yeah, I do remember that now. You know, before, before, sooner than later. If that wasn't, you know, consumed or put out for our, our consumption – if it wasn't something that Marks didn't want us to know. How right? much less money would D'Angelo take to stay? Because I think he could get a max deal. I think he yeah. can, whether it's the Knicks or somebody else. Absolutely. Would he take you think he'd take less money to stay? I don't know. I don't I don't think that's That's fair. a tough one to ask. I know that's, I agree. I I, I wouldn't young blame guy, him. He's been injured. He's seen other people injured before. I think it's like people used to say, I don't, I, I want D'Lo back, but not at the max. You got to pay these guys what they're what they're worth. Now you do. And if you if he goes out into open free market, we could name five teams that we know yes. would give him the max. Agreed. And that couldn't, you know, give away their money to get a to to get a point guard on that level. All right, let's do this. We got nine big free agents. All right, mm -hmm. enough of this BS. We're gonna go right to the jugular. Where you think they're gonna end up? Let's start at the top. Right. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna start it off for you. I'm gonna start with Kevin Durant. I believe he's going to end up with the Knicks anyway. I think he's going to end up with the Knicks anyway because they really want him, despite the injury. And I think to to a point you've made, he wants New York. Right. And it's more than basketball. So if it's more than basketball, then why would he care if Kyrie Irving is there? Why would he care? Mm -hmm. Why would he care if the Knicks didn't sign another Max guy? Mm -hmm. So I think there's been too much smoke around Kevin Durant wanting New York. I believe Kevin Durant wants New York. And I think the Knicks are going to get him in that room. They're going to offer him TV shows. I think he's going to. I think he's going to buy it. I think there's going to be a very split reaction here in New York. My radio partner Joe Beningo is dead set against it. He mm -hmm. thinks it's the stupidest thing ever. And if you think the Nets signing right. Durant was stupid, I think the Knicks signing Durant is even more stupid. Yep. Would you agree with that? I do. All right. I think he ends up with the Knicks. What say you? 
He's a net. Really? Yep. You really think they can end up with him? I do. Because of Kyrie? Not because of Kyrie. Has I, it's because of the the uh, my DMs are hilarious. You know, sometimes there are agents that want someone who has a, a, a few followers to let people know certain things. Mm-hmm. And I've developed some friendships. Uh, uh, nice thing about social media, and uh, I think it's it's a foregone conclusion. I think it's over. It, I think it's been in the works for a long time, and and he's on his. So way. why has it been out there that it was the Knicks? If it's the Nets, because the message that was getting put out there, you know, you know, it's one of those things, kind of like, hey, you know, New York, wink, wink. So you don't buy, because I think the. The thought over the last few weeks has been Kyrie wants Brooklyn, Kyrie wants Brooklyn, Durant still prefers the Knicks. You don't buy that? No, okay. not at all. all right. well, I think not I'm going to be right and you're going to be wrong, but that's number one. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. He's going to the Clippers. You do think that's going to happen? Yeah, sadly. I, I... Sadly? How is that? First of all, if you're a Nets fan, that's the greatest thing ever. Besides him, him coming to the Nets. I want him coming in the Nets. Well, yeah, look, I, I do too. I thought, I, you know... I thought Tiago Splitter was going to get it done for us. I, I really did. Well, I, I would have had Prokhorov back up his his one of his super But they're going to try, man, don't you think? You even said they're, it. They're going to try to convince I mean, him. I mean, I, I, They'd prefer him over Durant. I hope so. They better. I hope so. I, I, I just feel like prompt handshakes have been made that Marks can't turn back from. Oh, come on. I, I, you turned down well, that handshake in a half a second to get Kawhi, get Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, right? I, well, he's younger and he's healthier. I mean, it's not even and a he's, question. And he's so good defensively that he's Im- impactful you in know what, so many ways. You know what bothers me about this? Yeah. And we're not splitting an atom here, but three weeks ago, mm-hmm. not more than that, I'd say two months ago, I had this opinion. Me too. And we were probably <laughs> in the minority. Yeah. No. Oh, I, what are you talking I about? Never, it's Kevin Durant. I would say it. I would. I, I had a little hashtag, Kawhi or die. And... Um, uh, you know, I almost was saying it facetiously, but deep down inside, I, I thought we had a real shot. But Toronto winning the championship, I think the only thing that could pull him away is going home. And, and that's and, LA to the Clippers, not to the Lakers, obviously. Yeah, he's, he doesn't want to play with No, home. no, no, no. So Kawhi to the Clippers, which, okay, he doesn't end up with the Nets, is a great thing because the Raptors are done. I like Pascal Siakam. Yeah. I like OG, but come on, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. That eliminates a legitimate contender in the Eastern Conference. So overall, yeah. that's a good thing. Masai Jiru will be back, though. Yeah, he will be, and he does a hell of a job. Yeah. Kyrie Irving to the Nets, I assume. Yes, okay. Kyrie's coming here. Kemba Walker. Kemba Sting. Yeah, I agree with you that. Know, Kem- Kemba reminds me of my my friends who go who leave New York City from college, go live in Maryland somewhere. I, I went to school in Baltimore, and so a lot of my college friends is like, shoot, I, I love Brooklyn, but I'm not coming back. Right. And I think I think Kemba has de- live, developed a lifestyle. He probably has some super mansion in, in Charlotte. He's the king there. Yes, he is. And he he doesn't need need the headache or want it. He yeah. just, he, he hopes that the team gets better and that it's going to be really hard for them to do. But the only way Kemba leaves is if Michael Jordan messes up, which there's a chance, but he wants to be there. Yeah, I, I get that impression too. I think he gets – I don't know if it's the super max or if he takes a little bit less. Whatever it is, I think he stays there. I think he wants to be king. And I, I don't blame him. I, yep. I'll never get on a guy for being loyal, even if it means he's never going to win an NBA championship. Absolutely. Like, we cry about athletes uh, being loyal. And here's a guy who's actually loyal. Yep. He's invested in the in the city that he, that he, that he lives in. And he wants to say – and he's even – I've never even heard this. He said – uh, it doesn't have to be the Supermax. Yeah, no. That was kind of surprising. Cost of living must be good in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson, I think they max him out and he stays. He stays. His dad has already said he stays. All right. Jimmy Butler. So I'm split on this. Um, but I think he's going. I think I think Philly thinks, especially the players, I think they think he's more important than Tobias. 
and I think he uh, Philly's gonna. Uh, uh, I, and I'm so happy it's happening because that's gonna make them implode eventually. <laughs> um, uh, and 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 Embiid's injuries and and the fact that Ben Simmons can't shoot, but uh, I, I think he's I think he stays. With I agree with you. I because you think about well, he mentioned Miami. They don't have cap room. Mm-hmm. Mentions the Rockets. I know they're gonna try oh. to move Chris Paul's contract. How? All his little bit of leaking, he is he, leaking that he does. He's he's very clever. Like that guy, he's a is, clever guy. That uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, exactly. He's Machiavellian. Um, but yeah, all his leaks are to drive up prices yeah. and to make sure that you know Philly doesn't play around and pays him. So I I hope they enjoy their luxury tax hell. And would you, <laughs> if you're Philadelphia and you're making the because I don't think they're going to pay both Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. They're I don't not. think they're going to want to pay that tax. I don't think they are either. So do you agree, or I, I assume you don't, who would you rather max out if you're Philadelphia, if I'd you're ma- them? See, I think if you remove Butler, Tobias gets better. I agree. I think Tobias right. is very underrated. And Tobias does the things that, that you know, the other guys can't do regularly. I think, you know, but Jimmy upsets, makes it hard for Tobias to even look good. So I if. If I was Philly, I'd keep Tobias. Interesting. And, to, um, and Tobias is a, a understated guy. He, you know, he could let Embiid, you know, beat on his chest, do, do get you, all the spotlight. Do you think that. he wants to come back to New York? You think he wants to play for the Nets? I do. I, I, I again, do you think he would take less than the max? No, no. I think he's gonna he's gonna cash out. Would you max out Tobias Harris? No. no. So if I gave you the option of Kyrie Durant or Kyrie Tobias. You would say I'll take what? I'll take I'll you know why I'll take Kyrie Tobias because I think they'll draft someone that'll eventually be better okay. than 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 Tobias. I, I have faith in Marks to do something like that. I think Karutz has a hell of a future. Yeah, he was impressive, him. man. You know, it, and that's a kid who didn't even play last year. Yep. So, and he's twenty. So I think someone behind him can develop and be really great. Um, uh, and and also he doesn't take all the oxygen out of the room. Like you, the moment. Sean Mark signs these two superstars. It's no longer his team. It's no longer his show. There is no one clear leader of the Nets well, going it, forward. It's going to be, if, if this happens, and I still don't think it will, but hey, you're on record as saying it's going to happen. You'll be right. Yeah. It's going to be awkward having a season in which I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say I don't want to hear Kevin Durant's name. Right. I don't want to hear about him. Right. He's not playing this year. He's not on this team. I don't want to think about him. And so it's going to be this one year of weird transition where most people are going to be thinking about Kevin Durant, but what is there to think about? He's not playing. I mean, it's really about the following year. It's gonna. It would be a very awkward season if we this happens. We are in a weird um, time in all our our uh, history as American people. Uh, <laughs> You're damn right we are. <laughs> right now, it is more important. We elected a president because we knew who he was. It was a popularity contest. Oh yeah. The fact that he had a reality show in regular times would would uh, make him less. Uh, attractive, but the reality show made him more electable, made him a household name. Everybody knew who he was. And and yeah. believed something about him. Oh, he's a business guy. He really knows what he's doing. He's going to fix our economy because he's the business guy. I see it on TV every right. week. So, so people value Kevin Durant more because he's super well-known. He's super famous. It's the superstar concept. And aren't noticing that a lot of these great teams this, they, the, their superstars become superstars after they win. I remember when Ker- Steph Curry was not considered a top three point guard. Was people were saying his ankles aren't good. He can't play defense. He'll, you know, all he can do is shoot threes. 
you know, Ty Lawson was ranked above Steph. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so the superstar concept gives a player more value. And I think the team is making that calculation some as well. Of, some of those times, you're right. You become a superstar after you win, but you need a superstar to win. And so I look at the Nets right now, and I hope Karis LeVert can become a superstar. Yeah. And I hope D'Angelo's a superstar if he's still here. I'm not sure if they'll ever be those guys. I'm, I'm telling you, I think D'Angelo, if you, so I'm, so what I do in in my in, in my career is a part of it is called data driven product management. Like when you click a button, you know that button is going to be good because you're tracking whether people check out after it. So you're you're measuring button placement and all that. So I'm a person that looks for patterns in my you know regular life outside of my career, right. and I look for repeating patterns. So the repeating pattern that we see most of the time, LeBron is the outlier, and you never tune, you know, uh, your decision making to an outlier. Is that these guys come, and you know, you build these super teams, and they don't necessarily like. I, I take the Dallas Mavericks, right? Dirk was a shell of himself, but they put together a team of winners. Yes, around them and a strategy because yep. they they're. Team was built to beat the Miami Heat team. It was structured. They ran that that um, that zone defense. They made them shoot from outside. They took away the dribble drive, and they had Jason Kidd and people who moved the ball and knew how to play. And they won a championship. Now, is Dirk a superstar? Yes, but was he a superstar? Was he top five? When when he won, I think he was still top ten. I mean, he was still really good at that time. You're right okay. that they were and, built right, so to fun, build my. So fun was he was the only one. Yeah, no, no, definitely right? was the only one. That was not a super team. So no, and, no question. And I would say the same thing with the Spurs. Like, yes, Kawhi is a superstar, but he was a kid. He and, was, well, was, Toronto's was, not a super team now. They had one superstar and Kawhi Leonard. Exactly. That's I all think they had. it's more important that the Nets get a, a Serge Ibaka type, not you know one that can shoot threes, than uh, and put together a winning team. And those guys will be superstars. I believe when all said and done. Uh, D'Angelo Russell will be something like um, Harden, mm. not not next year, but when he's 25 and 26, and these other guys are old, th- the trajectory of things, the pattern of things tells you that eventually he'll be. Well, that I'll just guy. throw in this, throw this in here. James Harden's won nothing. I just want to point that out. True, but he's a superstar. <laughs> no, he is a superstar. Right. right? Let, let so, me let me say this. And to- those 40 point games that D'Lo have will turn into 50 point games. And 60 points. Well, if games? this happens with the Knicks, I'm just going to be devastated beyond belief. Uh, just to finish this off, Tobias Harris goes where? This is a this is one you haven't heard. I think Tobias Harris might go to the um, Lakers. To the Lakers? I think something could with be Anthony more. Davis and LeBron. I, I think that's a mistake. I, the Lakers should get think, more than one player. And they should all be shooters, all I, of them. Yeah, I think they think Tobias is a shooter, and I think he would. They think he, he can be. Do, he, they think he would be do the dirty. That's work. an interesting one. I haven't heard that. I'm so, going with the Jazz. That's a good one too. Yeah, we'll that's see. And Tobias is the wild card because I don't think Philly brings him back, and no. I'm not sure where he ends up. No. How about this one? You never hear this guy mentioned anymore. Demarcus Cousins, and what does he get? He's not a max player at this point. No, someone, someone will gamble, but I think he stays. Oh, you think? Yeah, that's a possibility. Just stays. Signs a one, another one in one. I think Pro- he needs another one year deal. Yeah, he proves tries because I'm sure he believes he could be better than he was last year. And last year was unfair of him 
he really came back more so to try to win a championship, and I think that hurt him. I agree with you. You know, the, the trying to feel a part of a championship. Would you bring him in if you're the Nets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would too at the right price. I thought it, it would have to be a hell of a deal, but yeah, well. I'd rather I'd rather pay him than than Dudley. <laughs> Dudley's wow. coming back too, by the way. Uh, unfortunately, we'll see about that. Boy, he's active on Twitter, man. He's like a, an NBA analyst on Twitter. Chris Middleton. Middleton stays. I think he stays too. He stays. They're not going to upset that up. And the last guy, D'Angelo Russell. Do you really think he ends up with the Knicks? Is that your gut? Are we sitting here in if, mid-October? If they. If they don't find a way, I'm, the Nets have one of the best capologists there is. They, you know, that's the thing about Marks. You can't be mad at him because everything that I hated about Billy King, he's the opposite of. But you're already mad at him. What are you I'm, talking about? You can't be mad at him. You've been I, mad at him this entire podcast. I, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad, and it's emotional, right? It's emotional, and I'm mad because I think they're making this. This is his Waterloo. I think. I think, you know, every great GM has this point where he could have made a mistake for the Golden State Warriors. If they had taken Kevin Love, history is different. If it's not Klay Thompson, if they didn't just stay sound in, in what they believed in and didn't have Jerry West to kind of say, listen, I know this guy's a supposedly a superstar, but this kid that we have, we're going to make him a superstar. We're going to build our superstars. And if they weren't so disciplined – they would have bought in Kevin Love. He would have big timed everything. He would have took shots from from Steph Curry. They would history would be different. And this is that that fork in the road for Marks where he has to either start believing his own BS, right? Right. Or he has to do the so supposedly where, safe. Where does thing. he end up? Cut to the chase, Eve. Where does he end up? I think he's a I think he's a Nick. Oh, 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 oh God. I think he's a pacer. I really do. I, I, I think that they're a smart organization. They are. They're not that far off. Everybody forgets about them because Oladipo had the brutal injury. Yep. They got a lot of money coming off the books. Thaddeus yep. Young's a free agent. Boyan Bogdanovich is a free agent. And I think they're going to go hard I, after D'Angelo. I don't think he signs there. I think the, our, the, the people that – the teams that I'm afraid of are – and the Suns have cap issues as well. It'd be the but, Knicks because of New York, right? But it's he, – he loves it here. He loves the city here. He just won GQ most – stylish NBA player. He could elevate his brand here. The Knicks don't have a, a pivot point, and they could sign this guy, at get him at 23 years old, mm. fully formed, yeah. and only has upside from here. This is brutal. He's not going. And, and, the, and the other dangerous part for, for the Nets is not that Kyrie is not better than D'Lo. Kyrie is Better than D'Lo. That's that is, yeah, and that, no, that should be no, mentioned. He is no one. No one argues. We're that. not disputing that. We're disputing right? other aspects of it. Right? Yes, but he has Amari Stoudemire knees. That that is the reality. The same. I, I you can't. They're not the same surgeries. They're not the. They're not the same size players. But I would argue that Kyrie's knees knee situation is more dangerous than Amari Stoudemire's knee situation because if Kyrie is not fast. What is he? If he, we saw the same thing with Darren Williams. It's not that Darren Williams stopped being able to do the the skilled things that he could. Kyrie, do, but the ankle, 
a tremendous shooter, though. I mean, you look at his efficiency in his career. You're not getting Kyrie to come here to be Joe Harris. I, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just You're getting throwing. Kyrie to come here to be Kyrie. I, of course. I'm just saying if things went for it. It's one of the arguments used about Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant is such a good shooter that even after this Achilles injury, he's still going to be really good. He may not be Kevin Durant, but he could right. be 85. I'm just that. making that point about Kyrie. And I, and That's I all. agree with that argument on Kevin. He's seven feet. Yeah. He has all. He's got amazing balance. He does all these turnarounds. It's when they run the court sure. is when it's going to be a problem for Kevin Durant. And the Nets are already a bad fast break team. Those years of Durant running and finishing fast breaks are So over. you think Kyrie and Durant are here? Yep. You think they have to, they probably have to get rid of another salary. Maybe Joe Harris. Yep. Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie. Yep. So what are they next year with this Kyrie led team waiting in the wings, Kevin Durant? They win 45 games, 50 games? I think they're 35. 55. So I call the the night of the Nets Celtic trade. I called it the I called it the Herschel Walker trade. It was brutal, right? And are you sure? I gotta go back on Twitter. Were you definitely against I mean, it? It was such an emotional thing. I quit Twitter, came back, quit Twitter again. Didn't I, come on. You know what I remember? I, I got I got ejected. I have the tweets to prove it. You got ejected? I mean, I'm banned from Nets. I haven't been back <laughs> for doing what? I because I I basically Wait, banned from where? Uh, Nets Daily. You were ba- uh, like making comments? Yes. Because wow. I was livid, because I never. And same thing. For, I, part of <laughs> my breaking out of uh, uh, being a, a Nick fan was because I thought I, I said Mello is not coming here to win. Because if I'm Mello, I'm looking at the Knicks and I'm saying we need every single asset to use to put around me. But it was more important for to him get to the money. get his money. Yeah, right. So winning was he could have just waited. He didn't have to say, oh, I might go to the Nets, right? He did that to get every single yeah. dollar of his money right. and get to New York, right? Right. right. So it's the same. It's a, it, At that moment, I realized you don't trade young for old. If someone, if, 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 you know, he wanted to come and join a team like Kevin Durant joined Golden State, that's a healthy way to add a superstar. But if you change everything, who you are, Can what I, you built your reputation on, we, and, and and for one player who's not gonna play, right? Would you? <laughs> so you'd be different, and I know it's not gonna happen, but you would feel differently if it was just simply signing Kevin Durant and not D'Angelo yeah. stays, no Kyrie. It's just yeah. adding Kevin Durant. You'd say that's yeah, worth the risk. Let's go. Yeah, because you don't. Because if it if 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 it doesn't work, you remove Kevin. You build somebody else. Right. You didn't lose any. You didn't. Right. You didn't pervert who you are. What's going to be fascinating if they do this, Mm -hmm. if they add Kyrie, let D'Angelo go and whatever, whether it's Jimmy Butler or Kevin Durant, is how Sean Marks explains not skipping steps and explains that everything he preached for a couple years. Has anyone ever gotten anything? And you guys are massive. Well, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to call him out on it. And he's going to and he's going to tell you something like this. Well, you know, um, we like to stay fluid and flexible. Yeah. This opportunity showed up, and, you know, we were flexible enough to make it happen. You know what I said to Sean Marks, and I didn't think of much of it at the time? Mm-hmm. We had him on, and I said, you know, I made a comment how D'Angelo Russell was at the G League playoff game. Right. And all I said was, just want to let you know, Kyrie Irving wouldn't be there. And that was it. It was just, a, And I didn't even yeah. think Kyrie Irving was serious at the time yeah. of coming here. And he just laughed, and that yeah. was it. Little did I know all these just, months later. Right. right. You couldn't picture. And I remember on one of your pods. This is how much of a fan I am, and I went immediately to Twitter after and, and said something to you about it, was that you said, or or the other person on the sh- show said, if everything goes right mm-hmm. for the Nets this year, D'Lo isn't on the team and Kyrie is. 
right? That's kind of a good point. That was right? said, yeah. Right? I believe that wasn't a crazy statement to say no, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I believe that's what they thought. And that's why I believe this deal has been happening since they've been shedding salary to be flexible and fluid since Mozgov. And I think they now have made this holy un- un- unholy alliance. Can I, and they can't go back from let it. Let me ask you this about Kyrie. Right, and maybe this is me talking myself into it because I don't want to be miserable. Right, Right. I don't want to be unhappy. I want to be happy, especially about the Nets. I want to be happy. You same. All right, let me ask you this: Mm -hmm. Do you think that the culture that they created, even though it's mocked now by Nick fans, could actually change Kyrie more than Kyrie changes the Nets culture? No, because Kyrie's a superstar. It's not a kid who could. D'Lo was a kid who could have been out the league if he didn't buy in, right? If Kyrie comes into this into into that locker room, Kyrie doesn't listen to anyone. You don't he think, has the power. You don't think there's a part of him that may say, I know what happened in Boston. Mm-hmm. I know what people think of me. No. Why does Kyrie even want to come here? Man. It can't just simply be because he's from the area. It's not as because then he could go to the Knicks. Why the Nets? Don't you think the culture has impacted him? I'm not going to tell you the Nets player, but one of my former clients and friends owns a popular uh, strip club in Brooklyn. Okay. There's not that many, so you might know which one it was. And uh, one of the Nets players frequented back in the Joe Johnson days. Okay. Say, right? It's not Joe Johnson. Okay. <laughs> and the one of the girls there at a photo shoot that we, you know, my team was there shooting for their website, you know, ticketing thing. And um, the girl, I was talking to the girl, oh, you like the Nets? The Nets come here all the time. And was explaining to me how this player thought he was so great and that it was the team's fault that that wasn't giving him an opportunity to be himself. In Kyrie's mind, none of the things in Boston is his fault. He thinks it's everybody else's. It's everybody else. He doesn't realize, he's not doing this in, in like, Jimmy Butler is a guy who's just agent provocateur. Right. The uh, Kyrie is just kind of like, you know, this is the guy who told us that he believes in flat earth. Even if he believes in I it. I try not to bring that up. If but he okay. was conscious of it, if he <laughs> right. was conscious of how, of how uh, uh, crazy that sounds, <laughs> right? But he believes it. So he, and if I, and I, I follow him on Instagram, I'm, I, don't, I never say anything, but I see what he's doing. And I'm looking at someone who believes his own BS. Mm. So that's a scary thought. So, if that's the case, so, and when he get, and and he's also you know a millennial, and millennials are very uh, self-centered and being a basketball superstar. And that's the thing that that's the valuable thing that uh, people don't are willing to forfeit for D'Lo, which is he is like brothers. He's a superstar. He's always been a second-round pick. Was in L.A. What? He could be just as delusional as everyone else, but he allowed himself to be lowered, to sit on the bench, to right. take minutes from him. He's been to humbled. Par- to, to celebrate everybody's thing, and he loves the guys who are tough on him. Like, as much as I, I give Jared Dudley crap, Jared Dudley is smart. He's, he's, he understands what's going on. He understands media. He, he, he plays it perfectly. And, he, and the thing about um, D'Lo gravitating to him is – they probably have nothing in common, really, off the court. But he wanted to be a teammate. He wanted to get better, and he's loyal to that guy. Even even though he makes his assist, he right. takes two assists from D'Lo every game, and the power forwards take two. <laughs> he takes two right? assists. No, D- if D'Lo had a guy who could 
catch the ball who'd come off of the wing. You off know of, what? Uh, I'll say this about Jared Dudley, mm-hmm. and I think you have to admit this. He was a net positive for this team overall this year. He was from a leadership perspective. And what he did in game four, you know, I believe they win that game if he isn't ejected. I do. I, I believe they win that game. Honestly, I thought I, they lost more than Philly lost when Butler got ejected. So I will agree with you on that particular thing. But for an entire season, he's not in that positive because his body can't take three straight games. He would he would come in, especially he would always look great when he hadn't played in a while and they injected him and he's so smart and he plays with such guile he, and, and plays so under control. And he outthought Simmons, Simmons yeah. that entire game. And that's important. But then as you watch the next few games after that, you know, and he took a rest from the injection <laughs> too, um, you watched him kind of fade. And you watched him just from his body not being able to run and jump and hurt the next. I think I think he hurt. I think he was a net negative because he stopped a guy from like like a G League guy like Christian Wood or someone else who has length and can run but, and jump. But what he brought probably off the court, like mm-hmm. you even said with D'Angelo, yeah. is something we can't calculate. That, that's that's true, and, and I, that matters. I, and I and I never invalidate that. I just would prefer a guy who could catch a lot. Right. <laughs> no, I get that. Somebody you, who's better, flat you know, out. Yeah, and and I think that there's hungry guys out there. I I think that there was guys if they made they just made, uh, you know, someone else work or posed any kind of th- threat scoring in different ways in the post. Then D'Angelo, they wouldn't have been able to put Ben Simmons on D'Angelo, and being able to put Ben Simmons on D'Angelo was really the killer in that league because Karras did well. Then what he did. Karras looked great at times, man. Because that's the gravity. Because if what what Brett did was he looked at D'Lo and said, if that guy gets going, he's not just going to kill his shooting. He's going to kill his passing. The team is going to get better. So let's cut the head off the snake. And that allowed Karras to to flourish. So they sent their very best perimeter defender, which is Simmons. And Simmons didn't have to hedge on anyone. Mm. There's nothing in the post. There's nothing helping. Um, you know, Jared Allen and and Embiid can wipe him away yeah. unless he's on the move. So now it just makes it where Philly can sell out with two great per- perimeter def- defenders in Butler and um, Simmons, and they sold out to stop Dilo. Dilo didn't have a horrible first, you know, I think it was 19 points per game or whatever, but if he had a guy that at least put some pressure where, where yeah. Brett Brown had to think, all right, I've got to move Simmons. Oh, off definitely, of him. yeah, no question. And, I, and he's got to stick. They look, they didn't have the talent. I mean, it's a yeah, bottom line. Yeah. No, and hopefully, they'll have it this year. But depending ex- on what it looks like, or the experience, but or the experience, right? I'll give you a, a, a net example of not doing the big thing would have made them so much better. If the Nets just stayed when when they got um, Darren, mm-hmm. if they just calmed down and didn't freak out and say, because I know they had a side deal with, with Dwight. There was definite tampering. Oh, with Dwight Howard? Yeah, <laughs> right. no they, doubt. They knew they were getting him, which they knew a year in advance they were getting him, and they made all their plans to get them, and they perverted this team to build around superstars. And if they just held water, if they just did it the right way, we would have liked that team. Oh, no best. question. And it's almost the exact same. It's almost Groundhog's Day again because Let's... we had a one – we had a we had a we went to the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Yes, right. We got beat brutally by, a seventh game at home against a team right. that was just beat up with injuries. I, I, absolutely, but you know there was a lot of first timers there. It was a new team. You know, uh, people were injured. Uh, we had a lot of walking wounded. Yep. 
And um, you know, uh, Joe had. If I think if I think the thing that people don't always say is if Joe didn't have uh, plantar fasciitis, I think we we do much better. But instead of doing the incremental steps that would have made that team better, and experience alone would have gotten us into the second round, they didn't have to pervert themselves to get, go grab these Hall of Famers. This is it, I don't want to killed them. Look, we we know what it did. It, and what's funny to me is here we are all these years later, and the Celt look where the Celtics are sitting, and look where the Nets are sitting. Uh, that's that brings me joy. In my and the life. idea that Kyrie I, I is going to willingly leave Boston and, and come and to Brooklyn is kind of funny. Is, and the, but the crazy <laughs> thing, Kyrie could be the thing that ruins it. And it, wow. and, and if you, but there's a way to get Kyrie and make it no risk. No, I, I'm with you. I think I'm at the point now with free agency, realistically, where besides Kawhi, I am mm-hmm. rooting for the D'Angelo Kyrie backcourt. I am. Yeah. I think it'll be fun to watch. I think there's other moves you can still make to improve aspects of this team. Right. And worst case scenario, you trade one of them. Right. And and you can also find a way to twist yourself to get Durant next year. My real dream scenario is Durant says, "All right." You made me play this seventh down that fifth game, and I, you know, ruptured my Achilles. I'm gonna opt in. I'm opting in. <laughs> then I'm gone. I'm opting in, and then, Marks, get yourself ready. I'll be here next year. Build a great team, <laughs> and then when Karras's cap hole will be a whole right. lot smaller. Right. Darren will be off the books. Yep. You can make some kind of fancy maneuver. And there you go. You got or, Kyrie, D'Angelo, Durant, Karras. Let's go. If Durant was really thinking. He would force his way out some kind of way midseason <laughs> right, or something right. like that, and and that's the way you do it. And that way, if if Kyrie goes down, you still have D'Lo, you I, still have Karras, I and have you could moved. just reset when those guys are in their prime. Like these guys could come in and teach him how to win. Right. Bring some guys in to teach him how to win, and when and you just rebuild around them again when 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 they're twenty eight, yeah. twenty nine. I think the rumors have done it for me, but I've moved to a point now as we are on the eve, basically, of free agency. To keep D'Angelo, give me Kyrie, yeah. add some pieces, add Miritich potentially, add Julius Randle potentially, yeah. we'll see, and go from there. But I appreciate you coming in, Eve. This was a lot of fun. Right. You uh, can. What's your Twitter account again? At Eve Darboos. I, I tweet with my government name, at Eve Darboos. <laughs> government name. You're funny. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Hopefully you enjoyed this edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. Thanks for listening.